Welcome to Real Estate Investing Abundance, the show for busy, fulfilled professionals like you to learn how to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Now, here is your host, Dr. Alan Lomax. Hello, enlightened investors. I'm your host, Dr. Alan, and I am thrilled to explore with our guests how a strong off-market network will 10x our investment opportunities. Adam Stern is the CEO of Strata SRF, a build-for-rent and single-family rental portfolio brokerage. He is a leading expert on the build-for-rent market and has helped facilitate single-family rental transactions totaling hundreds of millions in volume. Adam, before we get into the intriguing world of build-for-rental, share a memorable experience from your formative years that helped you to be the person you are today. Okay, I'll try to keep it clean because this is a professional show. <laughs> One of the earliest memories of, of, of me always wanting to own my own business was uh, 2007. I left my job as a title insurance salesman, which I loved because it was a job where I got to have a lot of fun, meet attorneys, meet realtors, meet mortgage brokers, get title insurance orders. It was a perfect job for a young 20-something. Always wanted to own my own business. And I ended up moving on and starting a real estate securities business in 2007 helping people with appreciated real estate to tend to exchanges into securitized real estate investments that were managed for them. And that was a booming business at the time. You know, I was so proud of myself, got some new suits and I got my office space and I closed a $12 million transaction like that. And I was off and running. And then something called the housing meltdown happened, which I was like, that was the residential housing market. So I didn't think it would affect me as, I didn't think it, was affect, it would really affect me at all before I realized it would affect everything, and including the way that a lot of the products that I was selling at the time were being financed and the view of that financing and the long-term outlook of those assets. And before I know it, a few months later, there were no more products to sell. There were no more appreciated real estate people were selling. There was no more financing for the new real estate being brought to market. And I had to close doors. And that was my first memory of starting a new business from scratch having some success, but ultimately failing at it from a combination of my bad timing and, and forces outside of my control. Yes. In 2008, it would be difficult to sell appreciating products because there weren't any. Everything was depreciating. Yes, I'm sure. Many, many of us have some very bad memories of 2008. I wouldn't say it was a bad memory. It was, it was horrible at the time. I look back on it. And it was a growth experience for me. It made me realize that you could do things that were well-timed, what you thought were well-timed, but you can't control everything in the world. And you can't control things that are out of the realm of anyone's control. What you can do is react. And you know, in retrospect, some of the things I did in reaction to that, I really liked. I reassessed my values. I got married at the time. I understood what was important to me. I went back to what I knew. I dug in. I learned that I could survive, which is an important lesson to learn out of the whole thing. Absolutely. Well, tell us about the benefits of working off market as opposed to working with on market. And then from that, just go ahead and spring into the platform that you're developing. Yeah, sure. So I'm, I'm an off market specialist. My off market specialty is in the single family rental space. I sell two things off market I sell built for rent projects, which are new construction subdivisions of single family homes and townhomes to hedge funds and you know, large scale institutional investors. And I also sell single family rental portfolios, which are scatter site portfolios of, uh, of single family properties that are owned in single markets. And I don't sell them off market necessarily by choice, 
at least I didn't sell them by choice. I sold them by necessity. There is no well-developed marketplace for the things that I sell. So that the way I run my business is in being an off-market specialist, I know that I have to find the products. I have to analyze and package and price and essentially get hold of the product to list, for lack of a better term. Although listing isn't really an apt term because there's no marketplace to list it on. It's me just grabbing hold of the products and controlling it some way contractually, either by a listing agreement or by being a principal in a transaction. And then I have to go and, and do what's called making a market for it. And you know, people in the, in the finance game understand this, this, this idea really well. It's you have a product and then you have to think of all the buyers that could potentially buy your products. And when you reach out to those buyers, I call that making the market, right? You find a likely group of buyers that are likely to pursue your assets. And that's the other side of the coin of the off-market. It's uh, about generating enough network connections so that you have a place to bring your off-market opportunities. And I happen to create lots and lots of connections in the single-family rental space. So I've been doing this really successfully for the last 11 years of my life. Built a company on it called Own America, sold the company, launched another company called Strata. This is all about me using my intelligence and my understanding of the market as it pertains to single-family rental and build for rent projects, getting assets, meeting potential buyers, and then making markets for those assets for the facilitation of a sale. That's about me as an off-market specialist in the context of what I sell. I also realized that there's no platform to help guys like me, people like me, women, guys. I use guys in the ubiquitous. So I decided to, to build one for myself. And I'm launching it in January of next year for beta. It's called List Hive, the Real Estate Social Network. And the idea behind it is this concept of off-market being a function of in the off-market, I have to know you and you have to know me. And when we trust and know each other, I get to understand you as an owner and a seller, and you get to understand me as a buyer and vice versa. And this idea of like when we're connected, when we're connected in the real world, we get to trade what we have. And it just takes this concept to the next logical conclusion, which is a social network that's based on real estate. So imagine a homepage where all of your buy criteria and all of your off-market opportunities reside. And you get to draw people to your homepage by using social content. But it's not until we're connected, can you actually see my buy criteria? And you can actually see my opportunities, just like in the real world. Unless we know and trust each other, you can't see what I have and I can't see what you have. So this idea has been brought to bear in this new platform called ListTab, which I'm super excited about. And I want to let everyone know as we move into the beta test, because on www.listhive.com, that's L-I-S-T-H-Y-V-E, you can sign up for the beta test and help us kind of launch this into beta and tell us what we're doing right and what we're doing wrong. Well, that sounds really interesting. I'm not sure I totally grasp the idea, but what I'm picturing here in my mind is kind of a combination between Facebook and Zillow. Am I getting the concept correctly there? Or I think so. I, I always pictured it as a combination of LoopNet and LinkedIn. So it's kind of like okay. what your homepage looks like is very much uh, what you might expect on LinkedIn. Instead of what you have on LinkedIn is a bunch of business information and business insights where on list type, what you have are real estate insights, content, opportunities that you build as things that look like listings, buy criteria as things you that almost look like listings, but they're not listings, they're buy criteria. So it's it's everything you get in a social platform based on sharing real estate content. Well, it sounds really promising because certainly some of the best deals come from off-market opportunities. And without a network in place, it's very, very difficult to 
find those off-market properties? I would say it's impossible to find off-market opportunities without a network. The only place you can go to find opportunities if you don't have a network of off-market contacts is a marketplace, in which case you're essentially going on market to find new real estate opportunities. So you know, I'm glad you said that, Alan, because I believe your ability to source off-market opportunities or source off-market buyers is directly correlated to your network connections. And it's all about meeting people, talking to them, asking them for opportunities, asking where they buy. I don't know that there's any other way to do it. We'll be right back after a brief announcement. Are you a busy professional, passionate about the work of your calling, yet realize that even though you love what you are doing, you're exchanging your time for money? You know that if you were to lose the ability to exchange time for money, your financial well-being will be in jeopardy. If you can relate, I have great news. Steve Tucker Capital is an investment company designed for professionals to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. Remove the anxiety of an uncertain financial future and go to steedtalker.com. Get your free one-page 10-step guide to passive real estate investing. I don't either. Well, because there's no organized way to do that. But Mm -hmm. that is, I mean, that's essentially what Zillow did for the residential real estate market. Zillow and Trulia. And- I, I think it is what Zillow did, but in a marketplace format. So mm-hmm. don't forget what a marketplace is, what it means to be on market. It means anyone that's able to find the marketplace can see all of the assets that are listed on the marketplace, whether it's a right. flea market or whether it's an online marketplace like Zillow or 10X or LoopNet or CoStar. These are publicly available forward-facing websites in places where as long as you know how to find them, all the information on it can be accessed by the people that, that find it. In the off-market, nothing's publicly available. In other words, I need to meet somebody. They got to get to know me a cer- to a certain extent. I got to ask them, what do you have in terms of opportunities? Or if they're a buyer, I got to ask them, what are you buying? Where are you buying? And how are you buying? And like, I got to have... Those are one-to-one conversations. I can't go to a marketplace and find that stuff out in mass and search it, right? Um, wouldn't it be great if there was a place where every person that I wanted to search with a certain buy criteria could be searchable and it could connect with those people and get those buy criteria where every person that had an off-market opportunity could search for those off-market opportunities and then connect with those people to get access to it. That's the idea behind list time. It's, it's a super exciting one. I think it's an innovative one. And I think it's one that's going to resonate with people out there. I think you're right. As more and more things go to that online market and people become more and more familiar with social networking. It looks like a a wonderful idea there. Well, tell us how you're going to build this, how you're going to bring all these pieces together. You know, you can have that platform out there, but until people know about it, nobody's going to be able to take advantage of it. So how are you going to bring sellers into it? How are you going to bring buyers into it? I'm glad you asked that. We have a great launch program. We have a great launch strategy. So Through my business of Strata, I've got dozens of institutional investors that control billions of dollars of capital looking to deploy it into the single-family rental space. So one of the first things we're going to do after we internally beta test it is we're going to externally beta test it. And we're going to do this by inviting some of our largest institutional clients to create free accounts and basically create buy criteria in all the areas, i.e. markets, for all the assets they want to buy. And they'll go on there and they'll create free accounts and they'll create these buy criteria. And then the question becomes, how the hell do they let people out there know that they have an account on list high so that people can see their, 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 their 
their user pages and then get access to their bike rights here so they can create opportunities on this type to share with them. And the answer is really simple. The use of social content to draw people to the list type homepage, wherever you are. So for example, if you're XYZ real estate fund that has a billion dollars, that's buying in Atlanta, Jacksonville, and Orlando, and you create a buy criteria on the site, you creating video or written content talking about all the great things you're doing and why you're the best buyer in these markets and what you're buying and how you're buying and why your fund is so innovative. And to share that content on your list type page and then share it broadly through every other social network that you have like LinkedIn, like Facebook, like Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. The whole idea is if there's money on the platform and there's users on the platform that are willing to create social content to promote their buying activity, that'll give me all I need to go out there to start attracting inventory. And where the money is, the buyer, where there's money, usually sellers who have things to sell will follow. So once we get a few billion dollars of buying power on the site, and once we help those buyers create really compelling social content to draw people to the site. We're going to spend our money and our time and our energy letting other people know that this money is there, this buying power is there. So they can start creating their own accounts and creating opportunities that will then be uh, shared with those buyers. And once we have a few transactions, we're going to promote, promote, promote. And we're going to create some really keen partnerships with people like lenders and renovation companies and property management companies to get the word out to their investor base more buyers, more sellers. And over time, we'll eventually have enough buyers and sellers that both those groups will invite other people and we will hopefully organically grow the platform without beyond too long. Uh, and that's, that's kind of the launch program. Well, interesting concept there. And it looks like you've got it well laid out and I hope it goes very well for you there. Thank you. How do you analyze and package a single family portfolio to sell to institutional and buyers? It's actually not a, not, not a complicated process. It's a long process. It all starts with pricing the portfolio, figuring out what retail value is. Then it's all about figuring what condition the homes are in. And we do that by assessing the difference between market rents and, and actual rents. Once we have those factors, pricing, conditions, capital expenditure costs, then it helps us figure out fair market value. We analyze it at fair market value and to assess what kind of cap rates they're throwing off. And then we bounce it up against our buyer base to see who's buying what and where, so we can understand what kind of market we can make for these assets. So through that process of analysis, pricing, packaging, and then market making, uh, we can create a, a disposition program that's, pretty, that's pretty, uh, pretty outstanding. That's better than anyone else in the marketplace. And we, our results are when we get portfolios that we analyze and put through this process and we know we can move, we generally have a high degree of success in getting them sold. Well, you are also into this aspect of building single-family rentals specific, I mean, building single-family homes specifically for rentals. Yep. Take us through that. And how do you do that? It's an unusual process. Most people are buying existing homes for rentals, not building. So why are you building single-family homes for rentals and how do you go about that? So the Bill French is an interesting one. It took hold out in markets like Phoenix and Las Vegas at first and started heading, uh, heading to markets where the whole idea behind Build for Rent is in markets where it started to make more sense to build new homes rather than to buy existing homes. That's when buyers started looking at ways to not acquire existing homes, but build new ones. And doing Build for Rent is a function of a few things. You've got capital that wants to enter the market and ultimately own these rental properties. 
parents, entire communities of either townhomes or single family homes. And they do that by either buying finished products from builders at SEO, or they do it by buying lots, finished lots, where they can hire their own builder to build the finished products. Or even further upstream, they, they buy land to develop the land so that they can hire a builder to build their product. So I kind of play this puzzle piece role where I'm not a buyer or seller. I'm just the guy in the middle that knows what how to put the transaction together. So I look for value wherever there's... I look for value wherever there is value. So I'm the guy that calls the builder to see what they have in their pipeline so I can analyze it and, and, and let the builder know what they have in their pipeline might work well as a friend and why. I'm the guy that finds the lots and understands what you can buy the lots for. So I've got builder relationships where I know how much the building costs are and what the kind of product is that the buyers want at the end of the day. So this process of finding builders, lot owners, landowners is an easy enough one, but almost impossible to put together a built for rent project unless you know what a built for rent project needs to look like at the end of the day, right? So if you know all those things, it's relatively easy to take all of these different attributes, package them up, and then do what I do best, which is make a market for them, right? I found land, I found a developer, I found a builder, I know what they need to build, I know what the whole thing costs, I tie a bow on it, and I bring it to a, a buying group. And then I keep finding buyers until I find the one that can take the deal that I put together. And in my case, I make a few free Well, excellent. Some good strategies in place there. And it looks like a very good plan you have there for bringing off-market deals to the market for off-market buyers. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited to learn more about this as we go along. We're coming to the end of our time here. So tell our viewers and listeners how they can get in touch with you. If you want to join the List High Beta Test, go to www.listhive.com. That's L-I-S-T-H-Y-V-E. If you want to get in contact with me, it's stratasfr.com. And I'll be here to answer any of your questions. Appreciate your time, Alan. Thanks a lot. Well, one last question here. When you come to the end of your time on this earth, what will you look back on with your greatest sense of satisfaction and fulfillment? Well, that's, a, that's a deep question there, Alan. Let me see what I can come up with here. I like to know people are better from having known me. I like to know that people were able to, in somehow, some facet, get to where they were going more aptly by having known me. And if I can, if I could feel that and know that at the end of my life, I'd be a pretty happy guy. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you so much, Adam. Appreciate you being on the show today. Appreciate it, Alan. Have a good day. Thank you for tuning in to Real Estate Investing Abundance, brought to you by Steve Talker Capital a company working for passionate professionals like you to develop financial independence built on solid, passive real estate investments. As part of our efforts to make the world a better place, Steve Talker Capital contributes to activities and organizations committed to better understand the equine. These endeavors attempt to enhance the human treatment of horses worldwide. Steve Talker Capital, working for a world where all creatures, great and small, flourish abundantly. For resources to develop your financial independence, connect with us at stevetalker.com.